All right. Uh, so we're back, and I uh, have a special guest with a dog in the middle, um, Coco. Guys, uh, you guys know Jordan, you know, uh, aka Lou is what we call him. Somebody asked me why I always refer to you as Lou, and it's just like it's Lewis. So yeah, my last name's Lewis. Yeah, just it's like just people. a nickname from uh, high school, really. Most people call me J Lou. Oh God! But if you like got in the inner circle, it was called me Lou. It was just Lou. Just took the J off. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Like just like when someone, I think you called me Willingham one time, and they were like, "You you go by your last name?" I was like, "I mean, we kind of called everybody by our." Oh, there were two of us. It was two Christians at the time. So yeah, like, Chester and so it got annoying having to like. If we both looked over, it's like, well, who are you talking to? Like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to him? But, bro, how you been, man? Dog, I was. I've been really excited for this conversation because I've been, I've been good, but I've been just like thinking about a lot and processing a lot. And you and I have had a lot of conversations <laughs> recently about just everything that's kind of going on internally for us. So yeah. I thought it'd be cool to hash it out, but. Um, I've been good, man. I'm working. I'm working a lot. You know, I'm trying to get my therapy practice off the ground, and that's going real well. Um, but yeah, just reflecting a lot about some internal stuff that's kind of going on. Of like sometimes we're just gonna dive right in. Like sometimes yeah. the work that I do, like in the in the I've always had this, I don't know if it's a problem, but I've always had this ability, like, I call it zooming out, right? Okay. Like, if you look at, I've been reflecting on my life, right? And I'm like, okay, I got good friends, I got good family, I got a great partner, I got a good job, I enjoy the work that I do. Yep. If I zoom in mm-hmm. and just make it about me, yep. like, everything's great, everything's solid. My thing is I tend to really find myself like going from there and then going, okay, but what about, and then I start zooming out mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, what about the world? What about all, I drive, I live off 77 troops. Yeah. I drive in that troops. I'm like, what about these people? What about, you know, this, this fucked up, fucked up stuff that goes on in our, in our country, in our world? Like what about all that? And when I go out so far, I lose the good happening like right around me mm-hmm. and I've been zoomed out for a long for like the last like couple weeks months and feeling like the weight of like I'm not doing enough feeling uncomfortable like I don't like the world that I live in it's been really interesting um, so I'm trying to like work on like, zooming back in I've been talking about that with my therapist like when I'm too far out nothing feels like it matters mm. and everything feels really heavy and I feel alone and that's something we've talked about that idea of like alone so yeah. trying to like focus on zooming back in where things are in my control things are good things feel manageable so if that answers your question <laughs> that's how yeah. I'm doing it you know what's crazy actually I feel the opposite I feel like I zoom in and I start to notice like Am I like it's like it starts with the outside, so it's like okay, am I doing enough for so and so? Am I doing enough for this? Am I a good enough brother? Am I a good enough friend, son, nephew, 
cousin mm-hmm. and then it starts from the outside then inside is where I notice like the problems kind of get worse and I look within myself and like I find myself to be the quote unquote problem or I think that I'm the problem hmm. and I felt that way for the past like couple weeks actually like they, like maybe since like March and um it took me a while to it actually took a friend of mine Malai shout out to Malai she kind of noticed like yo something's off with you like what's going on like you're not the same like you usually exude confidence I feel like you always have the answers to everything but I couldn't tell her shit dude I, I couldn't tell her anything I couldn't tell anybody anything yeah and, and if I did tell somebody something it came from a place of uncertainty and like I leave and I'd be like damn should I have said that or you know if I'm talking to you and I say <laughs> we we dap each other up I'm like damn was that was that was a that, good that, dap yo, was that a, yeah <laughs> like, I was like was that a good dap or yeah did I tell Jordan that I loved him before I left? Did I tell my little brother that I loved him? Did I, did I hug my mom hard enough? That, hmm. That's where all that overthinking came into place, man. And it took me going to you and multiple people, man, which is something I'm not used to doing. Usually it's just like a conversation and, you know, Christian will figure it out. But it took me having to go to people and then having to bring everything in. And it's just like the level of expectation of where I'm at in my life. Like, dude, we're about to be 30, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just kind of like I see where everybody else is at in life and it's like okay I'm in a good spot but I feel like I could be in a better spot and there's nothing wrong with thinking that yeah. but then when you start to think that you're behind you know with you know like you said with all the things that are going on in the world it's like I want to be able to make opportunities for other people you know and help other people that look like myself and people that want to do better in this whether it's IT or whatever and it just feels like sometimes I'll fall short due to like procrastination then I live in the past of like maybe I shouldn't have stayed at this job so long you know maybe I shouldn't have done this and this people people keep telling me oh but you're young but I'm like am I though like I am but we are but there's still and and there's there's time and then also we should I want to talk about this real quick Mm -hmm. so much information overload bro you have so many (laughs) so many people that are telling you where you should be at in life. Motherfuckers, what's that guy's name? The white guy, the high-strung white guy that's always telling people what to do about selling shoes and businesses. <laughs> oh, Gary V. Gary V. Gary v. Like, dude. Like, literally? <laughs> it's so easy. If you're not filling NFTs right now, <laughs> literally? Can I truly believe this? Like, gratitude? <laughs> yes. You got people like that, bro, that are giving the average man financial advice and it's probably sound advice but then it's like I know it's never free because he'll talk in circles and you have people like that man that you listen to this guy then you listen to like I was on YouTube and I was doing I I clicked on this video and it created an algorithm of like like there's some content and I saw I found myself scrolling and it said like you know how to how to remain cold with females how five ways to get a girl to go home with you, five ways to get a girl, to get a girl obsessed with you, ten ways that you, ten things you shouldn't shouldn't say on the first date, five ways that you should invest your money, and I'm like, whoa, and you have people, man, who I think, and and where it it plays for me, and I thought about it, it's like, there are people in the world, bro, who don't know who they who they are, so mm-hmm. they adapt to all these different philosophies, yeah, and when all of them blend together, you lose sight of who you are. Yeah. And I think that's what I was kind of going through, not necessarily adhering to philosophies, but I lost sight of who I was based off of everyone's perceived opinion of me when they didn't think that at all. 
So you found yourself like gravitating toward different influencers or people that you kind of like valued their take on life and from that started to drift away from like what felt just natural to you? The best way I could put it, yeah, it's that minus the influencers because you know me, bro. I've always been somebody like there are people that I listen to, but it was always something that had to do with like with just like the way of life and I always felt like man I wonder how, how, how this person feels about me you know and it kind of allowed it put my guard up to be like hmm like they say they love me but or they say that I'm doing fine but am I really doing fine mm-hmm. like when I, when I turn my back are they saying damn man he needs to get his shit together mm-hmm. but I'm like how much things can only get better from here like they can only get better for me they really can't get worse unless I go to prison or get somebody pregnant and don't want the child <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. or or if I do some dumb shit mm-hmm. but things can always improve and it's literally just a hop skip away I feel like kind of like um, have you seen there's like a meme where there's a guy there's two guys one was one guy that's in the top picture and one at the bottom picture and one guy at the bottom picture is digging for diamonds and he's this close but he gives up yeah. and then there's another guy who's like digging for diamonds and he's like he keeps going yeah so like you never know how close you really are until you just like take that leap of faith or you continue to keep going Mm -hmm. and lately i felt like i just want to give up not in life but just like give up on the journey of life Mm -hmm. the journey of searching for something that can fulfill me i'm not a nine to five cubicle guy but i also understand that like creating um, a source of income by any means well not by any means by creating a source of income uh, by adapting a trade like that's 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 lucrative you know what I mean and it's it's tough bro on top of working my schedule on top of working opposite of everybody else it's kind of like damn like I don't get to see my friends like I want to we're not getting any younger everyone else is getting closer to having families dude and like really on our grown shit bro yeah so I just learned that like at the end of the day it's not it's never a personal thing growth is painful I mean it can be but did you ever find like that cause I think it's interesting you talk about information overload and I was cur- I'd be curious to know like what what it is you were tr- looking for in the different places that you were taking in information right because yeah you talk about like, hey, I, I want to give up on the journey of life from the standpoint of finding something that fulfills you. Yeah. You could look at that and think that's bad, but I hear that and think that maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's not life you want to give up on, but it's the journey of looking outwardly for these things to fulfill you. Yeah. And I don't claim to be a philosopher, nor do I think this is nor do I nor can I say this is true for everyone but I know it's been true for me of like when I find when I've looked back on my life and I've been in periods when I feel like I'm searching I'm tired yeah like I'm exhausted because there's so much energy into like this frantic like oh oh, oh, I gotta find this thing and it's always helped me to stop doing that like giving up on that part yeah and realizing that maybe everything that I was searching for was already here yes maybe you have everything that you 
that you that you think you that you don't have that you're out searching for and maybe you already have it. I don't know what it is for you. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's, you already have it. it's right now. Everything that I want right now, that I need right now, is all. I, that's it. Like yeah, that's and that and it took my uncle to tell me that, bro. Like he was just like, you can't be too hard on yourself. You can't change the past, but look at where you ended up now. Like like look at where you ended up. Are you? business yeah <laughs> shut up to Aubrey but um yeah so I, I feel like I'm where I need to be at um with things improving and things being able to um I can modify my life man if I wanted to uproot and just leave I could yeah there's nothing, there's nothing stopping me from doing it so I'm like is it Kansas City is it the fact that like everybody else is moving you know what I'm saying it's a potential that if people are growing apart and then he said something that was pretty profound or and then I had me thinking like, let's say, for instance, five years from now, man, I do achieve my financial goals, and I'm making six figures doing this IT shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, and I'm so focused on, like, the future. I want to, the future needs to happen. I want to make this amount of money, da, da, da. Let's say I have, to me at least, I have my, a family of my own. I have a kid, a wife. But, like, my mom has passed away. My dad has passed away. You know, somebody important to me is gone. And it's like, does that six figures really matter if the people who matter the most to me are not are not here to see it? The answer mm-hmm. to that question is no. So I'm learning to enjoy what I have now, yeah. and enjoy with the because I find richness and I find wealth in the people versus like money. So it's about changing your measuring stick. Yes. Like. So. For me, then it begs the question: What is it that you actually want? Like you, you, you say that there's you've been in this period of like feeling like you're striving for yeah. to find this thing you think you need. Mm-hmm. No, and then now you're reflecting like that's not what I really need. What is it that you really need? Like if you boiled it down at the end of the day, like what is it that you really need? Have you ever thought of that? Yes, and it it was such a simple answer. Um, I need people that love me, bro. Like, that's all it comes down to. Because regardless of how much money I make, regardless of where I I rank, you know, where I'm at tax bracket wise, dude, I could be down and out, man. I know that I have people that love and care about me, and it took for me to realize that to know that there's no such thing as like I'm not a loser. Uh, there are people out there that have more than me financially do, but they lack that foundation mm-hmm. of support mm-hmm. and love from people that care, or they've been financially, or not financially, they've been morally fucked over and morally scarred, emotionally scarred, yeah. and they're jaded and they become like a Tony Stark or Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, And maybe... Somewhere in this millionaire's mind or in this person who's doing well, they would flip that. And they would say, I would much rather not be in this position, but I want people around myself. This mansion is lonely. Mm-hmm. As opposed to living in a 2,000 square foot home, but I, it's filled with love and family. And that's the potential of where I can see things going. So life comes at us fast. So enjoy the journey, man. You yeah. know? Um, death is a natural part of life, but at least I know while people are here, I'm not 
burying my head in a fucking book. You know, mm-hmm. I'm about to isolate myself from people that I care about. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people haven't even thought about what they really want. And so the fact that you have, to me, is yeah. like, it gives you something to return to. Life's going to pull you away. Like, it pulls us all away from the things that really matter. We're going to drift and think, oh, the answer's in money or the answer's in career success or this or that. The fact that you have this anchor of, okay, I know that at the end of the day what really truly matters to me is family and love, then you can bring yourself back when you've drifted too far, when you feel like you've felt the last couple of months of like, yeah, hey, I, I feel like I'm searching for something that I don't really need, then you can go, wait a second, I'm, I'm chasing things that don't matter to me. And how yeah. can I get back to chasing the things that do matter is like the goal, you know? Yeah. Yep. So I think that's the key. Is recognizing, knowing what, knowing what uh, is actually important to you. And yeah, it's uh, I, I'm starting to feel like myself again, man. Um, I, I sense, like it's like, my mind and body, are on autopilot, but there's no soul, and my soul's looking at my mind or and like my body, and my body's looking at my soul, just like, come back, like we gotta come together mm. for this. And that's what's happened. Coming like, back is just giving the soul what it wants. Yeah, yeah. and my soul and my soul needs a vessel mm-hmm. to my soul needs a vessel to do good, you know what I'm saying? Like it's there's nothing. Because people can't see how I feel on the inside on the inside, but but people can't also feel how I feel, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like bring it both together, man. And I think as of late it, it took it took a minute to kinda of sort of understand that and go through that. Yeah. And, uh, do you have a tissue, man? Yeah, I was just about to grab you. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm not crying. This is not me crying. I'm, um, got allergies, man. Swift change in weather always gets me. So, uh, yeah, trust me. We, we don't cry on this show unless we absolutely have to. But all that to say, that as of right now, I think, I think it's safe to say your boy's back. Hey. <laughs> Feels nice. Feels good to be back, man. Feels good to be feel like myself. That changed my life, honestly. When I really was able to identify like what my I call it core wants. Okay. What my core wants are like when you really boil it down. For most people, it's only a handful of things, if if that. Um. So that really like changed everything for me when I was able to identify for like for me it's two things it's connection and understanding that's all I want I want to understand people I want to understand things I want to make sense of stuff sometimes mm. it gets me in trouble but I can't help it like I, it's a one of mine to understand and connection like understanding helps me connect yeah if I understand a person I connect with them more if I understand if I under, if I felt like I could understand my myself, the more I understand themself myself, the the closer I feel to me. Uh, if I could ever make sense of fucking this world we live in, I'd feel closer to it. But a lot of times I I don't, because I don't have that understanding of why shit works the way it does. And I think that's what you, that's crazy. I think I just realized this. Like that's when I zoom out. I think it's my attempt to be like I have to make sense of this. I don't feel comfortable in the world a lot of times. I don't feel comfortable with some of the things I have to do. 
I don't feel comfortable that I have to register my car every year. For what? <laughs> For what? Shit, like little things like that drive me crazy. Because I'm like, why are we doing this? That's like the way you said, for what? Yeah, like <laughs> things, things like that, you know. Grocery <laughs> shopping sometimes. I'm like, this concept of I have to go work for my food. I have to work to stay alive. That's not just given to me. That's not just a given that you get to be alive and that there's just going to be the things here that we need. Yeah. Shit like that, bro. I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. I have to understand it. And if I can't understand it, then I feel this pressure, this weight to like fix it. Make it, make my environment and make my world into something that I can understand so I can actually feel connected to it. And I feel like that's a very, um, I was trying to find a, a term for that. It's a intelligent, simplistic view of like life. You know, like, why do we have to like yeah that's a good question I thought I never thought about that why do I I mean we pay I pay property taxes so like I have to get my vehicle registered and now I learned the hard way so like mm-hmm. whenever whenever you're you're paying for your tags I used to pay for like a year at a time mm-hmm. but I jumped to like three years as opposed to doing that so I'm just like okay like I might as well just like pay to get the get the two year three year whatever and be done with it because a year will pass by like that so quick so yeah. I never understood that either I never and you know like you said like when it comes to grocery shopping you know getting food for yourself but you have people that can't work for themselves for whatever reason you know it's none of our business but like they if they don't work they don't eat <laughs> it's just it's just like, it, it, it's and that's why I think a lot of people well I can't say I think but most some people would would think I'd much rather be gone have to live they're living hell man it makes me it, it makes me like feel really awkward because I feel like a lot of the people in my life I drive crazy at least I feel this way like I feel like I drive people crazy because of the questions that I ask and the conversations I want to have because it's like I can't just go along with this I mean I'll do it because I have to but like it can't uh, this this question of this this realization that this makes no sense i can't just drop it no and you people can just it amazes me i almost am envious of people who can who can just go yeah yeah that makes sense but it's the way it is and just like mosey on with life i can't do that well with with certain people i think that i i can do that um so like when people like when you said the people oh they, you know it's just how it is Whenever I get, I have conversations with people who don't understand or, or who try, who ask me about things like, you know, how do you feel about Black Lives Matter? How do you feel about, mm-hmm. you know, the urban community or, you know, you come from the urban community and, and I'm like... It sounds like white people are asking you these questions. A lot of them are, yeah. And I just... I Nothing give wrong them, with it. I, I give just, them a simple... That sounds like a white question. I give them... Well, if you heard the tone of my voice, it's a very... <laughs> Why do we do that? Why do we give white people such a ha ha ha? Why do we do that to them, man? It's I think it's hilarious. I don't know why. I just I, I just you know, and, and this is by by no means same reason why they do this for the black people. Yeah, like we we give each other, and it is it's not off. But I, but yeah, I I I work in missions, so I get a lot of those questions. Like they ask me things about like Joe Biden, and I'm just like I don't know, you know. 
do they have, do you think they don't you know do you do they not understand like he's doing I'm like I don't know yeah I really have no idea I don't know I always say I, I didn't vote this year I didn't, yeah. I didn't vote <laughs> they're like what and everything for me is like to those kind of questions it's like every it's all bullshit to me oh yeah if it doesn't make sense then it's like it goes into this category for me of like ah it's bullshit then yeah. like if it if it doesn't make sense yeah. and I think we live in a world where a lot of people I think are just they're not they don't know or not pursuing their core wants they're just doing yeah. I don't know what they're doing they're just doing whatever the cool, newest cool thing is which it's time to do that I enjoy Netflix shows and scrolling Instagram reels as much as the next person but the difference for me is I cannot shake the this kind of buzzer going off in my mind as I'm doing those things of like this doesn't matter this is fucking stupid yeah there's no point to this it's not feeding anything for you I think a lot of people are chasing engaging spending time and energy into things that they think is going to feed them that is not well and it's counterproductive it's a waste of time but I mean it's their time it's their time it's their time it is 100% their time and it's only a waste if it doesn't fuel that core want like if your only thing is family and love, anything outside of that technically is a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, or it's a primary focus. It should. It's a primary focus, but yeah. anything outside of that. Yeah, that's true. I shouldn't say waste time because like going to the gym is not a waste of time. Yeah, it's a pro- being it's a, healthy. A secondary, like a secondary focus. Yeah. Or not it's tears. There's like love and family is your primary focus. There's other good things that aren't a waste of time, but then there's this bucket of stuff that a lot of people, and myself included, have time from time to time, spend time caring about. Yeah. That is just fucking pointless. Yeah. It's not feeding anything positive. It's not feeding anything that really matters. Mm. And that, the level to which we invest time and energy into that stuff is one of the main reasons that I'm so uncomfortable in the world. Because I'm like, can we just do what matters? Can we spend a lot of time doing what matters? Yeah, that comes with uh, like social media. I don't think social media really matters to me. I mean, it, it doesn't. That's why I deactivate my IG like every other month. <laughs> you <too>. do. <laughs> I, I, I always deactivate it. People think I blocked them. I'm like, no, I just have to like, I need a break from all this. Yeah, there's some people that like that's a that's a thing for them that you're always activating and reactivating, which yeah. I don't think is a bad thing. I just find it like it's like oh interesting. Yeah, it 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 helps, but sometimes they're like oh now you're back, and I'm like up oh, now I gotta go again. Like that's kind of what I do. Hey, speaking of things that really don't matter, things that um <laughs> that I that we indulge in. Uh, yeah, this, sometimes you get to indulge. Let's just in, indulge in things. You you've been following. You probably haven't been following it, but the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. Have you been following? Yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, define following. Well, I mean, just I, live, like, but you, I you're, listen you're... to podcasts where people talk about. Yeah, it. I haven't like watched the trial itself. Oh no, I, I I've watched a couple clips, and I think it's kind of like it. <laughs> John, look, man, Johnny, it's crazy. I had no idea, man. Um, she's but, pretty abusive. Oh, dude, person, she's right? been like, whooping whooping his ass. Pooped on him. Oh yes, dude. He's like, it was fecal matter. And on, he's like, I walked into the room and there was feces. On the, I was like, what? Why can't we just call it this shit? Like, what? Bro, and, and Amber Heard, I mean, by all accounts. Do? Why would she do that? I don't know. Like, by all accounts, I, I, it was crazy. I just re-saw, well, not re-saw, I just watched Aquaman again. 
Is she and, in that? Yeah, yeah. She was in the uh, the Aquaman movie, but she's getting ready to get kicked off the movie. For for the, for the her shit, behavior. Yeah. yeah, man. Like people aren't gonna get behind that, and usually people think the opposite. People are always like, "Oh, you know, like they always assume that men, you know, that we create this toxic energy, dude." It's not always us. It's not always. And she's been yeah. It's not yeah. It's usually fifty fifty, you know. But the fact that she's been whooping this dude's ass, and now, and now this has become an issue. Johnny Depp's last, his wife before her, was like. We we I mean we had a falling out, but he's fine. Like I he's never abused me, so clearly Amber Heard is the problem. Yeah, and I just think that like that needs to be put to light. That yo yo, we suffer abuse too. What was that nigga's name? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy played Norbit. Oh, Even man, though Norbit was Norbit was, that was a whole movie glorifying, in a comedic way, his abuse. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Norbit yeah, was abused. Together. So it, it's just uh, we gotta cut the shit, man. And I feel bad for Johnny Depp, bro. Yeah. I feel bad for him, man. I really, I, I really do, man. Because I mean, I think there's, I think oftentimes, I mean, look, abuse is bad no matter how you spin it. Right? Yeah. And so let me be the first to say, I don't condone abuse, nor is abuse. It's hard, hard to be, deal with. Yeah. Also, the abuser is struggling and, and hurting, right? Not yeah. to just it doesn't justify what they're doing, but there's pain. The only Pain can only come from pain. Right. So, like, when you're free of pain, you, 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 you don't feel the need to inflict pain. And so, but the point I was making is, like, I think abuse, I think when men are experiencing abuse, it can even be worse because of the added social pressures of, like, what that means to you to be a man who is being abused by a woman. And the shame and the guilt around that of like, oh, you're not really a man, and because, you know, you're letting this woman mistreat you. Like sometimes that I think is even harder because everyone gets behind a woman who is abused. Oh yeah, and rightfully so. Like that's not cool. You should. I mean, it's beyond not cool. It's just, it's it's, it's damaging in so many ways. But there's no. I've never heard of a situation where a woman spoke of her abuse and then was met with like, oh, just toughen up or, you know, some of the stuff that I think men have to address or deal with when it comes to like, oh, what, you let a girl beat you up, like, haha or this or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it has some extra, like an added layer of baggage, I think, for a guy to like wrestle through. And I think John Depp's brave for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I, yeah. And he he said something like, "I'm Johnny Depp, and I am a victim of abuse." Like that. That's that was huge, bro. Yeah. That was huge for him to say that, man. We're talking like, I'm pretty sure he's got his star his uh, star on the Walk of Fame, bro. Yeah. Or the uh, the he's got a star on the Hollywood star. I'm pretty sure he's got that, man. That's huge. I think if a lot of men were really honest and felt safe and open to say it. Yeah. I think a lot of men have been abused more men than we realize. Oh, Not yeah. necessarily always physically, but uh, mentally too. Well, mentally and emotionally. Yeah, I think that there are some uh, some individuals that have abusive tendencies. Yeah, that are, that are women. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand at times. Oh yeah, it's it's just I I I thought that I was like, I gotta talk to Jordan about this man because like it's 
fascinating that now all of a sudden there's like, well, men are men are abused too. It's like we've been abused. Yeah, you guys are just like damn near a century behind. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's been happening forever. So all the more reason I think like I'm gonna do a quick shameless plug. You know, shout out to my boy Mookie. Mookie, okay, but um, we you know we talk a lot about men's issues and the importance of men's mental health and men having a safe space to share with other men their experiences not necessarily abuse just anything emotionally that they're going through um we've been doing this men's group for the last 10 weeks and have just gotten such positive feedback from from people that have been involved um and seen a lot of growth from the men in the group and just their ability to process emotions feel safe sharing emotions and bro like that is so important i'd encourage any guy doesn't have to be our group but like find that space where you can get this stuff out because man men are I don't know something like twice or three times as likely to commit suicide than women um, I just think we go through a lot of things silently yeah. you know uh, for a lot of different reasons there's just barriers to us feeling like we can share and be open with people so Oh yeah, just like I open up to you, man. Like I open yeah. up to you, my you know my dad. I feel real fortunate for to have. I think about all the the my friends that are that are men, and I'm like, man, I am fortunate. Like I feel like I can talk to my guy friends, you, Mookie, Ron, Jock, Devonte. Like I feel like I can. Those are my core group of guys. I feel like I can go to y'all about anything. Yeah, and have Same. gone to y'all about anything, whether it's relationship stuff, personal stuff going on, family stuff, work stuff, and that's that's a good. I'm really, I feel really fortunate for that. Like that's a good, that's helped me in ways that I don't even think I always realize, you know. Yeah, Tay Tay's been somebody who I are, when I was going through my issues with my ex man, he was like, he's like, look, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sat me down and I remember like because he he's like he's like I can tell you ain't happy man he's like he's like let's talk I was like he's like I said me and Tay we don't talk every day bro really yeah. like but when we do it's also it's always like insightful bro like you like that big bro yeah you know like and I thought Tay hated me man. I think he did at one point when we <laughs> lived together but you know it's whatever but then it was like since we you know I think your Twitter activity was frustrating uh, for yeah him I I think he still has me blocked he probably <laughs> he probably still has me blocked. <laughs> That's probably why the relationship improves. Yeah, <laughs> you have to look at it all <laughs> well, but I don't, I don't, I don't tweet the same stuff I used to, man. I, th- I think what got him was the, uh, I think I said something about, oh, I think I said something about Kobe not being top ten or something, and he was like, which I'm glad it happened. Podcast bomb. What up? Hey. Hi. Aubrey's on. Aubrey's on the podcast. Uh, she was very focused. I, you know, I waved at you. Yeah, um, I know. I was trying to. Look. Keep my attention one way because there wasn't, it was just literally me and one other person on that Zoom call. And so they were talking like directly to me, like asking me questions. What's your take on men having a safe space to be open with one another and sharing their feelings with male, like your other group? males? Uh, in, the yeah, group, in general, just friends. I mean, I, I, men? Yeah. I think, I don't know, everyone should have that. Yeah. Why does it have to be a conversation about men? I think there's stigma. Stigma. Yeah. Or yeah. Added barriers that I don't think women face when it comes to being open. I think yeah. you guys are encouraged to be more open. Yeah, that's true. But I think that sometimes that stigma is perpetuated by men. 
For sure. So I think that is yeah. kind of what... I feel like, not that women are less likely, but I feel like the reason why maybe this is more of a conversation sometimes than it should be is because of, like, that stigma that men have to talking about their feelings versus women thinking men should or shouldn't or whatever their take on it is. I do agree. I think that on both sides, the things that often that keep men not feeling safe or women not feeling safe are perpetuated by the same group. Same for, like, women and... uh you know, oh, what's a common thing for women? Like, women, there's stigma around uh, weight. I don't know. Ideal body image, for example, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, in a lot of ways, women perpetuate that onto each other more so than, like, a guy is going to. Like, body shaming? Or are we talking, like, body positivity? Like, it, most guys that I ask, when they're like, hey, do you care if, would you like not be with a woman who's a little bit bigger or mm-hmm. doesn't have fit this like stereotypical? Yeah. I don't even when they say like the ideal body, I don't even know what that means. Me either. I don't even know like where it came from or who says it, and I feel like who perpetuated it, it who perpetuates it most with women is other women saying, "Oh, I wish I could look like her." Whereas mm-hmm. guys are like, well, "I like." I, if anything, we want a little more like we want you bigger in certain areas booty <laughs> so I feel like if that's one of those, those examples of like just like men perpetuate not being open to men because oh I mean you lame oh quit crying like we do that we yeah, do we that do. to each other I've rarely had I've rarely opened up to a woman and, and, and her been like oh you're you're soft like it's dudes that do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so since you guys are both here, I was just thinking about this. I did a podcast about you guys about three years ago, two years ago, actually. About us? Yeah. Well, it was about the your guys' first date that I saw you guys on. <laughs> I'm listening, but I know what you're and about to say. I have to ask, and I mean, since you're here, Aubrey, how... There were like, there was like three tacos. How do you, how does one share three tacos? We didn't. T- that wasn't our first date. That was the first date I met you. Oh. Like, I happened to just show up. Well, which we... Which I didn't mean to, but. Honestly, I... We had just got... We had just left from my going away party. Going away? Which, going away? Where'd you yeah, go? Yeah, I had a going away party. Oh, yeah, party. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just coming... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah when yeah. I was going to SLU. Yep, so, yep, 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 yep. I had eaten a lot there. So, then when we got to... Um, where did we go? What was it was name? it... I want to say it was, was it wasn't McFadden's. Was no, it? No, it wasn't McFadden's. It was O'Dowd's. No. Was it? No, 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 no. Bar Louie. Was it Bar Louie? Bar Louie. Bar Louie. Yeah. Watch y'all squirm. Yeah. I'll save the day. It <laughs> was Bar Louie, but I wasn't very hungry, and I kind of just wanted to try one of the tacos. Like I wanted to just try a bite of each. So, so Jordan had two tacos. Jordan ate pretty much all of them, and okay. then I had like a bite of each, and then some of the like calamari with lemon on it. Okay, so I I thought that you had each had one taco and then you split the last one. I don't I don't remember how we did it, but I know that I know that I wanted to try one of each. And well, and to be Jordan, fair, how did we do it? I don't remember stuff I, like this very well. I thought I saw you guys like I remember you all squeezed the fuck out of this lime. I do remember that. I was that, like that yeah. lime is gone. Oh, so the, dude. No, that was probably a carne asada. We did split the taco. There were shrimp tacos. Okay. Um, shrimp tacos are good. She there was came with three. We each had one, and then we split. There were soft, 
soft, uh, you know, flour tortillas. So I thought they were corn. You but... could cut it. Uh, well, yeah, it may have been corn. Point was, it wasn't like hard shell. So you could cut it with a knife. Yeah, that's what we did. And I thought that was the sweetest thing I've ever seen on a date. You know, that set the tone. I set the tone for a relationship where I feel like both parties feel like they're seen as equal. And we both bring strengths to the table and it's collaborative and uh, we share. We share responsibilities. We share money. We share a home. A home. Dogs. Everything besides clothing, you know, we share with one another. So, Wait, so you won't let Aubrey like borrow one of your hoodies or? Are you guys at that stage? It works like both guys... ways. Okay. It works that way, but I sorry, I should say it doesn't work both ways. It works my way. She can wear a shirt of mine, but okay, I'm not about to wear nothing of hers. Okay. Wait, what? You uh, don't share clothing. Like sharing clothing and stuff like that, because I think like when you live together, you, women are making an effort now to steal hoodies, man. Like they still they still their like boyfriend's hoodies. Jordan. Yeah, that's been that's that's been happening. But when they live together, it's yeah, not you know, an issue. It's not stealing because I could just take that shit right back. Yeah, that was my. That's a big. It was big in high school. For yeah, sure. I was gonna say, all my exes had to get hoodies back. Like, oh, like, yeah. wait, 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 I had to get hoodies up. back from all my exes. <laughs> I did. That I didn't live with, like when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> like that was a thing. Like, hey, have my hoodies ready. Like, I need to come get them. So, uh, I mean, I don't think this person listens to the podcast, bro. You you remember, of course you remember Fee, right? Yeah, yeah. Fee. When Fee dated this girl, man, I'll never forget it. Like, they were on the cusp of breaking up. Sarah Holt. Sarah, yeah. When they were on the cusp of breaking up, I remember coming over to the, uh, coming home, and, like, she'd be outside. <laughs> she'd be outside sitting on the front porch. And then I'd be like, hey, what's up, Sarah? She's like, hey, uh, just sitting here or whatever. And I was like, oh, can I, I get up? And the minute I put the key in the door, she'd stand up. And Sophie was like, don't open the door. Don't do it. I was like, what? what's going on? He was like, she ain't supposed to be in here. I was like, oh, I, I can't do his voice. You know, you could probably do a better impression. But He's from New Just picture that New Orleans, <laughs> deep New Orleans. Like, man. What the hell? She ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like. I see him so long. I don't think I can even do his voice. I, yeah, used I to used to be able to. <laughs> Dang. But yeah, he was like, he's. Like, I told. He's like, I told. I told her. I told her, I told her to get my hoodie back. <laughs> he was like, but she ain't leaving. I'm. He said, like, I ain't gonna call. He said, like, I ain't gonna call twelve, but I gotta do something. And I'm talking to him from. He called me on the phone, and I'm like, so I can't open the door. He's like, she gonna try to come in here, and I was like, oh okay, all right, whatever. So I just like I went through the garage, I think, and she like tried to follow me through the garage. And I'm like, this chick is nuts. But yeah, he got his hoodie back. And that's why I was thinking like, damn, I don't know what that that that's like that last piece of like that yeah, person's that's soul. Official. Yeah, when you get that hoodie bag, it, there's no turning back from that. Yeah, because most of the, most most women keep that. Yeah, they keep that for for whatever reason. Maybe it's like a badge of honor or something. <laughs> so, uh, oh, she goes, she's going that way. So, have you seen? Have you heard of the show that just came out? With uh, called the ultimatum, have you heard of that? I've heard of it. We watched Love Is Blind, so that, okay. They uh, did a preview, like what, a promo for for the ultimatum at the end of Love Is Blind. So is two. so is Nick Lachey doing? He's the host. So Nick and Jessica, I think so. So they're also doing that. So they're doing Love Is Jessica. Blind. Yeah, Jessica, uh, Nick's Jess, wife. Yeah, Nick Jessica Lachey. 
So they're doing both shows? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Are they the hosts on Ultimatum? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because well, yeah, they're definitely the hosts of Love is Blind. That shit is crazy. Okay, so they're really working. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys have seen like shows, but you guys understand the concept of the show, though? Mm-hmm. I understand the, the concept. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I- I've seen a couple episodes, man. And I think I'm thinking to myself, you have two different types of people. You obviously have those who want the commitment and those who don't. But it's like switched amongst the genders. So it's like a some woman, men want it and some women don't, vice right. versa. And I think it's kind of wild, man, that like there's a guy, I can't remember what their names are off the top of my head, but like I would like to think that like my woman would want to marry me someday. But <laughs> but as a man, if I feel like, you know, and of course I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to press the issue because I think it's, it, it breeds pressure, especially on a woman. I think if a woman feels pressure, she's just going to detonate this shit and blow it up. Or as opposed to a man who'll kind of be like, Let's just see. Let's just see. I yeah, could be wrong. Eventually, yeah. Well, we'll I, eventually, we'll. I, now I won't say "quote unquote" cave, but eventually we'll go. Okay. I think the vast majority of the time. Yeah. The women are the ones who are applying marital pressure. Most of the time, if pressure is applied at all. Sometimes there ain't no pressure on either side, but I've never heard of a case where a dude really wanted to get married and a woman didn't. Because. The guy didn't have to reply pressure. He just goes and proposes. Yeah, it, yeah, it's. But it's I not think, like he's like, let's get married, let's get married. He, you're supposed to propose. So what happens for the men is like, they'll propose and they just get turned. They just get told no. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's the end of the relationship. Which is why I think the ultimatum, quote unquote, breeds like a lot of like, it's like where guys just say, okay, so we can't get married, we're done. Maybe she's not ready. And I found that to be very weird. Like, So, in the show, they go to this game, they go to this place, and one member, at least, of the yep. relationship wants to get married, mm-hmm. and the other doesn't. So, this is like a last-ditch effort for the person who does want to get married, yes. basically. Yep. So, like, hey, we're going to go on the show, because if you don't want to, if we find out you don't want to marry me, I'm going to find somebody else who does. But the twist is, you got to live with somebody... Or, like, live or cohabitate with someone else that isn't your partner to see, like, if those are the qualities. Like, if they have the qualities of, like, someone oh, else who, so. who, who, you know, who doesn't want to get married or something like that. Like, it's Whoa. the wildest shit, bro. Like, you got, like, it's somebody that's like, oh, well, you know, if he does so for, if it's a woman, if her man doesn't want to get married, well, she'll probably hang out with somebody else. And be like, you know what? If he doesn't want to get married, I'll leave him for this nigga. Yeah, DeAndre can cook. Yeah, DeAndre can cook. Okay, he can he can you know throw down in bed and you know and he's nice and he's nice you know he's exactly what I'm looking for. Vice versa with the dude. Dude's all right. If she don't want to get married, okay. Well, this this little Asian chick right here, she can get it. Mm. So I just think the the concept. Have you itself, watched it all the way through? I'm not. So I'm I, now that this is actually my four day weekend that or five day actually. So. I'll be able to take some time away from, like, work and stuff like that and really take time to, like, watch it. I took notes, and I was going to do, like, a, I wanted to do a podcast episode with you and to talk about each episode. I'll binge it. I'll binge it this weekend. Okay. okay. We have a two-hour drive to... Hey, Aubrey! We have a two-hour drive to... Um, a three-hour drive, actually, to Des Moines, Iowa mm-hmm. to watch Caitlin run track. Shout out to Kate. What up, Kate? Yo. Let's go get this money this weekend. Superstar. Let's download uh, the ultimatum and watch it on the drive. Well, my backpack's upstairs. All right. 
Yeah, you guys can like listen to it. I would like listen to it. Like it's. I uh, got a my car got the perfect setup for a little. Oh. I shouldn't probably be saying this, but I can set the iPad right in the center console, and that's it's, dope. It's not a distraction. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't because I was thinking about doing like episode by episode, or maybe just like maybe chunks of episodes of things that we've noticed on the show. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun, bro. I'm down. I'm about to download it right now. Yeah, get you get you that Netflix, man. Get you that. Because I, I was like, I was floored at the fact that like the, the way that they make this dude look weak. I can't remember what his name is, but he's constantly like, he's like, he, and the girl's like, I think we should just, like, he's like, I don't, she's like, I don't think we need a label. I think we need to just do what we're doing. He goes, but I want her to have my kids. She's like, I don't want kids. And I'm like, how do you stay with somebody? Like, vice versa. Like, if you know someone doesn't want kids, how can you stay with them? Or why would you? Yeah, eventually the relationship's gonna deteriorate. So, but I, I and you you could tell one of the characters I can't like I said if I could remember her name, you know she's gonna wild out, bro. Like you can look at her and be like, yeah, she's about to go crazy with whoever any other dude she's with. It's about to be wild. So the ultimatum. Here we go. The ultimatum. So there's ten episodes. Yeah, it's only um, ten, and I bet there's gonna be. Oh, they're not that long either. No, about an hour. We can knock this out. Yeah. I'm about to download get you, right yeah, now. get you guys some wine, get you some popcorn, some pizza. Oh man, I'm about to go ham this weekend. Shout out to my podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot, dog. Yeah, bro, we should do that. I Let's would love it. that segment. It Aubrey, out. if you want to, if you would like to chime in on the episodes, you're more than welcome to. Oh, uh, people, people always, episodes? yeah, people yeah. always tell me like they're like, we want to hear a female's perspective on your podcast, and I'm thinking to myself, mm. okay, oh, you know. Don't. Of course, your perspective. You are, you have great perspective. I think I think you so. might not fall in line with what some of the ladies. Are looking yeah, for. I'm not. But which like, is why bitches is tripping. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, look, I'll be like, yo, motherfuckers out here wild. Like, which is okay. Which you could change. You could switch like the whole that. Maybe you could be like, that's not how you should think. Not how you should think, but like that's not how I think. Yeah, I got low key. So yeah, I mean, you could probably switch that. Like you could be the person that's like, I stand on this, 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 and this. Yeah, I could do that for sure. Yes. We'll see how this ultimatum is, though. I think, I think, I think, I so far I like it. I like it a lot. We just found it's, our, we just found our entertainment for the way down. We were gonna listen to these albums. Uh, which album? Future and, we already and, listened to part of it. I'm not impressed. And Kalani. Oh, so we'll listen to three songs. Kalani. Okay. Kalani's. Uh, I'm gonna listen to that too. So uh, let me say this about Future's album. This. And I, I told Aubrey, actually, I sent Aubrey, like, a whole voice message on Instagram. You guys could listen to it. but About Future's album? About, yeah, about the album. So, Future is at this point, man, it's just like Drake. We know what we're going to get from Future. You know what you're going to get. These niggas who've been in the, the hip-hop for almost 10 to 15 to 20 plus years, you know what you're going to get, bro. Yeah. You know, we knew what we were going to get out of uh, Pusha T. But it was still a good album. Yes. We knew what we were going to get out of Future. The album isn't bad. And I think the reason why Aubrey's not impressed is because, like, we know it, we know it's the same engineering, pretty much, except I don't think Esco's, Esco's not engineering the music this time, yeah. I don't think. The thing with future songs are, they're good. I yeah. like them. They can just kind of become background noise for me because they yeah. kind of drowns out. Yeah. It's hard to decipher. There's probably going to be, we're not all the way through, there's probably going to be some standout songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's, but, listen to, there's, so there's two Drake songs. Yeah. The I second Drake song, if you if it's not shuffled. I'm on one. Yes. 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 Good. <laughs> it. It's a good song. The, he's going to have a couple standouts, but then the rest of it's going to be like, 
wait, when did this song end and this song begin? Yeah. That's the thing about Future. It's kind of just like the same sounds, yep. same thing, which, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, I yeah. get you, but I commend <laughs> rappers who are a little more experimented, experimentate, experimental. Yeah. That's why I fu- that's why I, that's why I jumped off Wiz back in the day because oh. I'm just it, it was too. It hurts. I like to have a general idea of what I can expect yeah. from a sound, but I also actually I'll take that back. My favorite artists are the ones where I go, I have no clue what this is gonna sound like. Yeah. My favorite artist, Childish, yep. can go from a completely rap album with like if you think about Camp, like it was it was orchest it was orchestras and strings and stuff. And then he went to because the internet was completely out of this world, like super experimental, digital, digital. And then he comes back with "Awaken My Love." And he's not even rapping. Oh, it's like harmonic, like yeah, like doing like seventies funk stuff. Mm-hmm. Same with with uh, Kendrick. Kendrick is like you know he's gonna be spitting, but Good Kid, Mad City sounds nothing like To Pimp Butterfly. To Pimp Butterfly sounds nothing like Damn. Section eighty doesn't sound like any of those either. Yeah. So it's um. I even think Push, you said, you know, you know what you're going to get with Push T, but I even put him in that same category of, if you look back at his album, bro, My Name Is My Name sounds way different than, than Daytona, which sounds way different Agreed. Than, than this. Maybe not way different, but. What, what changed it for fu- uh, not Future, for Pusha T for me was the engineering and the, I don't know why we didn't even like have this in the podcast in the beginning, but the producer, the production of the album yeah. was so clean. Yeah, that's why I was like, this might be one of the. Uh, it's a candidate for album of the year, but yeah. I said I told myself, because we saw the music that's being laid out now. So you have Pusha T, Future, then Future's doing another album next week, that's and Jack to, Harlow, and Jack Harlow. Next week. So people like it's easy to shit on Jack Harlow because he's the white new rapper, but he does really he does really well, bro. Like I he really like Jack. Harlow. I do too, it, but after because I thought to myself, oh, what's popping? Yeah, it's a TikTok tune, whatever. <laughs> Bro, then that's what come. introduced. I did not hear it, dude, until me either. I re- I'll never forget when I heard was popping. I don't know if you remember this, Aubrey. We were, uh, we took a trip to to Phoenix and Sedona, Arizona, right before COVID. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I don't want to listen to a normal playlist, so I put on Rap Caviar. Yeah, on Spotify. Shout out Spotify's the best man. And what's popping was on there, and I thought dude was black. Like when I went back and listened to what's popping, I thought he was like. Yeah, I just thought it was a black dude. And then I looked up, like, who? Uh, like, this is cold. Who is this? And then I looked him up, I'm like, yo, oh, this dude's white. And he can flow too. And then, yeah, I've it. been rocking with, with him. I, I like him. Like, I really just... liked uh, That's What They All Say. I love that album. That's a really good album to me. Yeah, I thought so too. And I think that it's just easy because he's young. He's for the quote unquote younger generation. And I think, like, yeah. the, we can be the, like, we can relate more to, like, the Gen Z. Cause like you know we all have a love for music, and it's not like the difference between like the baby boomers and like our parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to where like they're like, oh, turn that shit off. You yeah, know? yeah. Like we're like, oh, turn that. What is that? You yeah. know, you, be, you could be intrigued. a trap. Yeah, we could be a traffic. You'd be like, yo, who's that? We're oh, the we're the caught in between generation in so many ways. With yeah. The internet with music, we're like right in the middle of that new and old school. Yeah. And I think it's a cool place to be. Now Kendrick drops next week. Yep. No, no, Jack dropped next week. Oh yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick the drops 13th. the week after. Yeah, and then I think somebody else That's is supposed just to drop. Shut shit down. Oh yeah, and he's another one. Do you have any idea? You have no idea what this is gonna sound like. No. Even the name, Mister Something and the Steppers. 
what? You don't. You have no clue what to expect, do you? No. It, Anyone it who sounds, says they do is lying. It sounds to me it might be something that's bombastic, very black-centric, very culture-centric. It's what it sounds like. But this could be something. He could come out with a whole rock album. We have no oh, idea. <laughs> which would throw everybody off. Because to pimp a butterfly, I didn't know. Like, that. You know what to expect with like Diet Coke. Gritty. You know what to expect with like... <laughs> Like, you know what to expect with future. You know, it's a, <clears throat> like, you know, just. Okay. No, no, are you good, bro? Like, you know what to expect, bro? Like, but we don't know. Section 80, I had no idea what to expect out of that. Damn, I didn't know what to expect. And the thing is, is his singles don't set the tone for the album. Sure don't. At all. Humble is a standout on Damn. It's like, Loyalty? it doesn't fit. Yeah, like, we don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect to get, you know what I'm saying, like, King Kunta, I didn't expect, I mean, I didn't, you know, totally different vibes, man. Okay, so let's end with this, because yeah. I'm curious. We were talking about this in our group chat. Yeah. Okay, so in my mind, you got Cole, Kendrick, and Drake that, and, and probably like Future, Kanye, like, you have people that are just, if they ever drop, you're going to live a listen. Right? Yep. They're solidified. But take them out, last three minutes, mm-hmm. I want to know who... Are your top five like right now that you're bumping the most outside of the people you just named? Yeah, like those dudes are solidified. Like okay, because if you ask people's top five today, is Cole's gonna be in there, Kendrick gonna be in there, Drake's gonna okay. be in there. That's tough. Remove guys like those three: Future, Kendrick, or Future, Kanye. Like remove them, Jay, Jay Z. Like remove them. Okay. Just talk about everyone else that's like vying for that space. Okay. And who's your top five? Oh There's man, okay. I would throw right Harlow. I'd say Harlow, Baby Keem. Uh, I would also throw in. There's a. Um, I, I could maybe say IDK. I like him. I love IDK. I, I would say IDK. Um, then I could. I probably even throw in. Um, Bia. I think her name is Bia. <laughs> Bia Cohen. And then I would also throw in like maybe Party Next Door. Okay. Who you got? Keen, baby yeah. Keen. Um, Benny the Butcher. Oh, I forgot about that <laughs> shit. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Benjamin, Benny the Butcher is insane. Forgot about him. So, Baby King, Benny the Butcher, um, Ben Staples. Love his new album. If you haven't listened to it, uh, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, Fire. I have to Incredible. listen to it. Listen to that. Um, Push. And I'm gonna give a honorable mention a tie with IDK and Mick Jenkins. Okay, Chicago you've always been a big Mick Jenkins bro, fan. I love Mick Jenkins. You've always Anything been a big he puts Mick out Jenkins to fan. me is like top tier. He's not. He don't have a whole lot of recognition, but I put him up with anyone in terms of Dude, just we, like quality of work. We've yet to put out a podcast about just music. I think uh, that that needs to happen soon because. We could really get it. I think we should do one after all the albums have dropped that yes. are like the major albums. Yes. Which I think that'll be like mid-May is when everything's going to drop when it should. Then we could kind of reflect on like the albums that dropped and like just where they rank. Because what if Kendrick isn't number one? What if Kendrick isn't number one? What be? if it's Push? What if it's Jack? What if it's Future? Yeah. Like those are the things I want to see. But any last words before we wrap up, bro? It was always good talking to you, bro. Dude. Glad we got to catch up. And... We're going to hit this ultimatum up, like, 
shit as early as next week if you want. All right. You heard it, man. Oh, this boy. Oh, actually, I got to sanitize that. You know, I blew my nose and shit, bro. My bad. We'll dap after. This is the one to go ahead and podcast, and we out. Peace.